0: And glad to have this conversation all about celebrating the festivals in our city, which happen year-round here in Edmonton. We're known as Festival City, and for good reason, because we have so many amazing ones to take in and to celebrate. We're going to talk about three of them specifically right now. I'm joined in studio by a couple of guests sitting in front of me. I've got Donovan Veneau, General Manager for Taste of Edmonton. Thanks for being here, Donovan.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And I have Stephanie Grousson. Did I did I pronounce that? Okay, (laughs) you said it much nicer off air. Stephanie is the producer for Alberta Circus Arts Festival, a bit of a newer festival on the scene. We're going to give you some details on that one. And over the phone, we have executive producer for Edmonton Pride Fest, Trevor Watson. Hey, Trevor, thanks for being here.
2: Hello, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: So this is just a little, like a snack-sized sample of all of the festivals that we have to celebrate here in Edmonton, but we're going to try to get our heads wrapped around some of these ones, what they have to offer, and what this festival community is really all about because there's a lot more working together behind the scenes than I think we might realize. Stephanie, I want to start with you because the Alberta Circus Arts Festival might be a bit of a newer one for Edmontonians to, to learn about. So you're a newer festival. Tell us a little bit about what you offer and who you are. Yeah, so um,
3: we had this idea a while ago before the pandemic hit, of course. (laughs) And so we kind of started the planning in 2019 and unfortunately the pandemic hit and we were able to pull something off in 2021. We did like a virtual style festival and it was great because we were able to get some circus artists to produce some films and showcase their work more in a digital space. Um, And then last year we kicked off um, our first circus arts festival, live which was super exciting Um, and then this year we're back so June 22nd to 25th so next weekend which is crazy (laughs) (laughs) and um, we're taking over the French Quarter and it's just a super fun vibrant four-day festival with shows and workshops and free events it's really for kind of the everybody to experience circus I mean I think a lot of people see circus as, you know, some of the tents or Cirque du Soleil, Uh but here you can really sit in a very small, intimate theater and have some of these Cirque du Soleil artists right in front of you. Um, So we're super pumped to have, we've got four shows uh, that will be at La Cité Francophone. And then we've also got some free workshops and some fr- one free show on uh, the Sunday, as well as a lot of fun activities all throughout
0: um, the French Quarter. So, workshops that so people excited. can participate in and really get involved with, kind of understand what it feels like to be kind of part of the circus.
3: Yes. So, we have a stilt walking uh, workshop happening on Saturday from 11 to 3, and people can try stilt walking. So, that's super fun <laughs> um, <laughs> and terrifying. <laughs> I'm terrified. Don't worry. We don't put you on the high, high stilts right away. Okay, good. I
0: appreciate <laughs> knowing that. So you sort of start
3: like a graduated situation with the stilts.
0: Yes. Okay. There's
3: different sizes. Okay. <laughs> so you're good. You can try all different sizes. So
0: lots to take part in when it comes to the Alberta Circus Arts Festival. Like we said, kind of a newer one that maybe Edmontonians might not be quite so familiar with. At least not yet. Not until next week. Taste of Edmonton is another one that I think for so many Edmontonians is an annual tradition. I mean, it's really been a fixture for a very long time, Donovan. But I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to make any assumptions here. So this is a great contributor to the Edmonton Food Bank. Most people probably have an idea of what it is that you offer, but what's different this year? What might Edmontonians not
1: know? Well, uh, very good question. So we just uh, aligned our partnership with the Edmonton Food Bank, so you're absolutely correct. So at the end of the day, you're walking out of the festival grounds and you've got an extra ticket. Instead of taking it home, inevitably ending up in the washing machine or the garbage or recycling, whatever the case may be, we're asking all Edmontonians to please drop it off at all of our entry exit gates. All of that money is going to go 100% to the Edmonton Food Bank. So that's a new collaboration with us and with with events Edmonton. We're a nonprofit and we work with so many other nonprofits. We've got Mamas for Mamas joining our organization this year. We've got uh, the Boys and Girls Club. They are going to be a part of our tidy team. And so all of the bottles that are collected, uh, it all that money goes to the Boys and Girls Clubs. So you know we're always looking for different opportunities to align ourselves with other festival groups, other uh, nonprofit charity groups, and, you know, give back to the community and give back to the vibrancy of downtown Edmonton. And Taste Edmonton this year, you know, we're celebrating year 39. We're excited wow. about that. And, you know, we've got uh, over 50 restaurants uh, joining us this year, 16 of them brand new restaurant partners, and we celebrate local. They're local restaurant entrepreneurs. They are mom-and-pop Uh, restaurant businesses, uh, food truck operators, first time experiencing Taste Edmonton, they're excited and ready to go and so are we.
0: Yeah, and I I think when you talk about all of those partnerships with the community and different organizations and different initiatives that you've been a part of, it really speaks to the impact that these festivals can have, not just on someone that's going and having a really good time, but on all the good that can really come from these. Trevor, I'm curious to hear from you as the executive producer for Edmonton Pride Fest, I think this year Pride Fest and everything encompassing Pride Month and Pride Summer to go beyond June is, is so, it's extra important because I think that there has been uh, an onslaught of maybe misunderstanding is the way to frame that. Why do you feel that Edmonton's Pride Fest has an even more important task at hand this year?
2: You know, like like, like all pride uh, festivals uh, f- throughout the world, it's it's really important these festivals take place because they offer a safe place for our our tourist LGBTQ plus communities to come together, not just celebrate, but but also to to educate the public and basically to, to be together as as a community. Um, you know, as as we know the political climate uh, as it is right now, there's uh, there's there's some people out there that, that don't believe that these festivals should be taking place. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all the more reason why we want to be out there. want to create these safe places for a community to come together
0: and yeah why it's so important to also come together as different members of the festival community to help support one another and i think that's a really interesting component as we sort of touched on a little bit earlier donovan you were saying as someone who's been uh, part of a festival that's been around for 39 years i mean that's a great legacy to be a part of you've you've sort of seen what it looks like to be reached out to by other festivals and it really is kind of a community initiative amongst all of you isn't it
1: oh it absolutely is Excuse me. Uh, as an example, with Trevor, we're going to be lending some infrastructure to his festival. We, you know, we did uh, loan outs to U uh, Fest that just happened a couple weeks ago, and you know, we're we try to give back to other nonprofits to. Operate any sort of festival takes a lot of resources and takes a lot of manpower. So if we can take some of that off the bottom line for other festivals by loaning out our equipment, why wouldn't we? So, you know, it helps uh, if you're in the downtown core, promote vibrancy. If you're in other areas within the city, you know, why not grab a tent from us, grab some chairs, whatever it can be to make the festival their festivals so much more inclusive and, you know, giving different opportunities to get around the festival with our infrastructure.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine the undertaking that it is Hmm. to, to conceive of a festival and then to think of all of the things that it would entail to put it on and to execute it properly. Stephanie, for a relatively new festival, is that intimidating or is that a fun challenge?
3: A little bit of both. <laughs> um, yeah, we have a very small team, um, and so it's just a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but we all have a passion for this, and we all absolutely love circus, and I think that that has really pushed us to get our festival where some of these other amazing festivals are at.
0: I think what's so unique and interesting about the Alberta Circus Arts Festival is it's taking part in the French Quarter, which is maybe an area that some Edmontonians have never even been to or mm-hmm. even explored before. And these festivals can really highlight the the city and the different parts of it. Trevor, why do you feel that, um, that festivals in general, yours or otherwise, are so important for our sense of identity as Edmontonians?
2: Well, we we are festival city, you know. So, in, in order to keep that title, we we got to put on the festivals. You know, festivals really do such a great service for the community. You know, and, right. and not just a uh, great service for the community, but the, the mental health of the people attending the festivals. Being able to come out with your neighbours and your friends and attend these events, it, it truly is a, a magical experience. You know, so we're, we're very blessed uh, to, to have the partnerships that we have. As, as Donovan mentioned, you know, Taser Vamitant has been uh, a huge supporter of the Pride Festival. You know, we're, and we're very grateful for all the support that we receive. You know, any any type of event that's going to bring your neighbours and your community. Together in a fun atmosphere is definitely something that, that we want to see move forward.
0: Yeah, and they do, and then they get talked about. I still remember Steven Tyler making an appearance at Taste of Edmonton, and that image is still burned in my mind, right? People <laughs> these these spread like wildfire fire when situations like that happen. How do you keep the ideas fresh? Is it trying to like plant a celebrity this year and then get them talked about but still keep it really ground in tradition, like a, a festival like Taste of Edmonton?
1: Well, yeah, that's that's an interesting question. Um, you know, we've we've got such a unique heritage, as an example. We we started from the K-Days Association. So we were immersed in that history with, uh, I don't know, 100 years uh, prior to Taysa Edmonton coming about from K-Days. And so it's not always about the celebrity. It's always about giving back to the community. And for us as an organization, you know, it takes us nine months to produce Taysa Edmonton. We start right in the first week of September. So once wow. Taysa Edmonton's wrapped up, we're right back to work, so obviously we have a couple days that we uh, spend with our loved ones and family because they basically kick us out the door, and we go and produce this amazing festival. But you know, it's really about doing good for the community. Uh, our festival is an example. Last year, we gave back a hundred thousand to other nonprofits and charities. So that's our goal. So number one goal is. Obviously, feeding Edmontonians and bringing in, uh, you know, emerging restaurants, emerging artists on our uh, McLennan-Ross stage, but it's also about the 800 to 1,000 volunteers that we have coming back every year. And my volunteer manager, you know, she does such an amazing job with this collaboration with so many different charitable groups. And really, it's, it's about, all right, what are we going to stick against the wall? what is going to work for us and implementation and then it comes down to resources and finance can we afford to do something and you know if we can we'll do it we'll try it i i'm not adverse to taking risk and same with my very small team as as was alluded earlier that's a lot of festivals and nonprofits. we're small little community teams we've got five people in our office year round and then we ramp up Towards the festival, but you know it's it's about all right. Let's sit in the war room, try to figure out what would be cool for next year, hearing what Amatonians are wanting, and implement that.
0: Wow, nine months of planning. That's so much more that goes into it than I think people really appreciate. Stephanie, to plan a festival is that what it looks like nine months out? What is it? What does the the beginning of work look like for you?
3: I would say about the same for us because we're booking shows from other places to come here, so the conversations. need to happen really early to make sure that they have availability and and to find out which shows might work well in Edmonton or people might really connect with so we do the work as well really early and you know when you're a small team you got to just get
0: ahead of the ball a little bit wow Trevor I imagine it's likely a a similar situation for you Edmonton Pride, Pride Fest excuse me has a lot of different components what does planning look like
2: you know, we, we have so many different performers from not just uh, local and regional, but international performers. One one of the comments that kind of uh, sticks out in my mind from last year, as one of our headline acts was on the stage, I was busy on my phone, and one of the volunteers asked, "What are you doing?" Well, I'm negotiating with the agent for next year's headline. So, <laughs> you know, so we're 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 planning the event a full a full year out. We're we're planning for the next year's event.
0: Well, we can't wait to take all of them in this year. I think we could keep talking about this, but with three people, the time goes really fast. So that's all that we do have. Trevor Watson uh, on the phone, the executive producer of Edmonton Pride Fest. Trevor, thank you so much for being here and making the time. Really appreciate it.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. And in studio, our guest, Donovan Veneau, General Manager of Taste of Edmonton. Congratulations. 39 years. Can't wait to check it out this year. And Stephanie Grousson, producer of the Alberta Circus Arts Festival happening right away. Remind us the dates of this one, Stephanie. Uh, June 22nd to 25th. Amazing. Can't wait to check it out. Thank you both for being here.